so let's get started with some uh, bookkeeping stuff. Uh, I I'd sent a new rule to everyone uh, in the Discord, and I just wanted to make sure everyone was cool with that, the moxie points. Yeah, I like it a lot. Fortune smiles upon the gang with the most moxie. Every member of moxie has a special pool, moxie, that represents their own personal luck. Each character participating in a heist has their pool replenished to a minimum of one at the beginning of the heist and at the beginning of downtime. Characters may also gain additional points when they roll a critical success. Moxie can be spent after a roll to upgrade that roll to the next tier of success, uh, such as failure to make success, or make success to full or full to critical. Uh, as much moxie can be spent on a roll as the players desire from any character narratively able to affect the situation. A full success upgrade to a critical success does not generate a new point of moxie. I know that we've talked about wanting the game to be a little bit more pulpy, and I know in the last one specifically, there's a lot of struggles with real bad rolls, so I don't know if this would help mitigate some of that or not. If a mixed success screws us over as hard as it did, I don't see it helping much unless we can somehow upgrade everything to a complete success. Um, I kind of wonder if maybe... I like the idea in, in, in theory. I definitely think that it would work for the way that we like to play the game to have a little more success uh, than, you know, maybe what sort of Blaze is intended. I, I kind of wonder if maybe instead of upgrading the tier... Uh, a point of moxie can be spent to add a dice to a roll. Yeah, that's uh, that's how like the uh, gambits work in uh, Scum and Villainy. I was kind of debating on whether to do it that way or to do it this way. Because like I, I want to yeah. clarify, like failures are narratively good. Like Correct. that's that's not a problem that I really have. I think the issue that we had with the last game is because of our wounds we have less dice to roll. And I think having less dice, you know, we've already got a few since we're like level one or, you know, beginning characters. But having even fewer because of wounds, because of we stuff we do in downtime, because we kind of want to stick to these characters and not a pool of characters, that's kind of the feeling I got, a way to mitigate low dice pools. Maybe. That's just kind of thinking out loud. It feels like if, if you're adding a die, that feels a lot less strong than upgrading the failure to a success. Yeah. Yeah, because you're still, like, adding a die, that new die still has a 50% chance of failure, which is why I was leaning more towards here. I'm fine doing whatever. Like, we can even keep playing without this rule if y'all don't want. I just wanted to put this on the table as an option if uh, you feel like you're struggling too much and it's making it less fun. I think we gotta play with it and see what happens. I mean... Yeah. yeah, I think we could definitely try it. I think I kind of wonder if if we can get these points back primarily through stuff like Devil's Bargains. I like having this ability, but I do think generating narrative, you know, complications would be an, an interesting way to implement it. Yeah, I mean, like right now they're gonna be pretty rare because you'll only get one at the beginning of a heist and you can get more if you roll a crit but crits have been pretty rare so far it's just because we all have um, crappy dice pools <laughs> right uh another thing that i wanted to tweak is there was an issue last time when iskra tried to heal themselves uh it was causing them stress and there was some debate about whether or not that made sense <laughs> debate uh, so 
we can just say that it doesn't cause stress because that's I'm fine with that. Uh, so with that, Iskra would clear two heat and you can get two coins back uh, because you paid someone else to heal yourself. Or not two heat, but two stress. I don't know why I read yeah. heat there. One last thing from listening to the uh, episode. Y'all got an advancement last time. And when I was listening to y'all debating what to advance, I noticed that there were some things that on your sheet that y'all didn't even discuss. And I wanted to make sure that y'all recognized them. So on the, uh, the Moxie sheet, there's some crew upgrades in gray that seem pretty good and they're unique to the shadows but i hadn't heard y'all talk about them at all uh so like there's steady which gives you an extra stress box thief rigging which gives you two extra load of tools or gear and then some upgraded cohorts and uh underground maps and pass keys so i don't think y'all want to switch i think y'all are pretty happy with what you have and what you made were good choices, but I just wanted to remind y'all yeah. those were options as well. Yeah, I think we kind of settled on what we picked last time just because of need. Yeah. Quarters, I think, was a big one, and we really needed quarters. Yeah, yeah and then y'all got the resolve training, which is also a very good choice. Whenever you do training as a downtime activity, you're going to give yourself two check marks in that instead of one. Mm-hmm. So it pretty much... Uh, doubles the efficiency of your training in that skill. Okay. Well, does someone want to talk about what happened last time? (laughs) Alright, so last time we decided after much deliberation that the thing that we wanted to focus on was getting this tavern. We, uh, after our first big mission, uh, I think, um, let me see here, so Sophia had uh, her contact in the tavern itself. Clyro, the tavern owner. We had an end to the tavern. Clyro was not happy with the current management, which was the, not the crows, but the lamp black, lamp blacks, yeah. So we decided to uh, enlist her help to take that fire own. We ended up smuggling in some poisoned, uh, like a poisoned keg of, of ale to get the current occupants a little woozy. We snuck in through the secret canal that we discovered the first time we were there, and shit hit the fan. <laughs> what we thought was what we thought was going to be an easy take with intoxicated, you know, assailants, uh, turns out that the big boss Bazo Baz uh, was actually there waiting for us. So we tried to get in and make an easy mark of it, but uh, that didn't turn out to be the case. So after a a rough battle. Uh, for you guys, for me, it was a, a cold swim in the canal. <laughs> uh, we did uh, take it, and that's where I'm kind of fuzzy since I was floating away. Did we we didn't kill Bazo, right? I'm pretty sure. No, he got away, but we damaged his bread. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he survived. And also, I would like to just clarify the difference between poisoned and drugged. They were drugged. My intent with the barrel was not to kill people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, so Bazo got away. We did take the tavern, thankfully, so mission was a success. A very harrowing success, but a success nonetheless. Anyone you walk away from. We did get a lot of attention to ourselves. We did pick up a wanted level with the, uh, what, blue coats is it? Yeah, the blue coats. So I think uh, I, what we've kind of been talking about now is trying to pin this on Bazo. 
That would yes. both get rid of our wanted level, but also get rid of our, our enemy. Yeah. Presumably means the red stashes like us a lot more. So as far as the faction game goes, because of your attack upon the tavern, you actually gain another point of negative status with the Lamp Blacks, which puts you at war with the Lamp Blacks. So whenever you're at war with someone, you gain an extra point of heat, you temporarily lose one hold, and everyone in the group only gets one downtime activity. rather than two uh just because since you're actively at war with these people it's a lot more dangerous to be out and about uh doing stuff um so if someone will adjust your uh sheet to reflect that give yourself your point of heat and then uh you're still tier zero with a stronghold so you're gonna go to tier zero with a weak hold okay you're not actually weak like as soon as you're not at war with the lamp blacks that's gonna go back to strong yeah it's temporary Uh, you just want to be careful about that as far as the lamp blacks got concerned while y'all have been doing your downtime activities that you were doing uh rorik had gone and got treated for some strange ailment that he had they are also currently looking for your hideout for moxie's hideout uh, the Red Sashes have spent this time purging their ranks of the treacherous Scovlanders mercenaries. Not all of the Scovlander mercenaries were on the uh, Lamp Black's payroll, but uh, quite a few of them were. I have a little narrative thing to share with you guys. The past few days have been a whirlwind of activity at the law offices of Bob Claw and Son. The word on the street is that Moxie has joined the war between the Lamp Blacks and the Red Sashes, and the Lamp Blacks are actively looking for them. While discussing what to do in the map room, Iskra made a discovery, an underground chamber hidden beneath a trapdoor. The walls were of old stone, common in the underground network of tunnels and corridors that can be found throughout Duskwall. The chamber was large enough, so Cliff suggested the team refurbish it in the quarters, consolidating their presence into one fortified location using some of the spoils they gained from their last successful operation against the Lamp Blacks. Bringing in enough supplies to secure their new foothold in the underground would have been suspicious, so Sophia began to spread word to the neighbors that the law offices had a minor success in an obscure legal battle, and were now renovating. Below, the underground chamber was prepared by sealing drafty cracks in the wall with pitch, scrubbing away most of the pungent fungus that had claimed one corner, and installing sturdy doors and wards to the tunnels leading out into the labyrinth below Duskwall. Above, the offices received a new coat of paint, a trendy, vibrant green that faintly glowed in dim light, and the sweat-stained couch was reupholstered with a more modern fuchsia and orange paisley print. (laughs) The office air is still thick with the stench of a fresh dark lacquer applied to Cliff's desk and bookshelf. Virgil is applying the last coat when he hears a knock at the door and receives a message from a courier. To my dear friends at Bob Claw Law, it would be my pleasure to receive you this afternoon for tea and business. Your friend, R.A. Fitz. Who's R.A. Fitz? Uh, Fitz is your contact, the collector. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought we lost him. 
But then so- somebody got him back. He he, he is one of your few friends that you have not lost. Fun. So yeah, what do you guys want to do? We still have to do downtime from the last thing, don't we? Is, is this downtime or is this a potential heist? So, like, you have that offer to meet with this person this afternoon, but then you'll also have a list of other things that I think that y'all wanted to do. Let's see. So, I know Virgil was looking for a barrel of electroplasm. Uh, there was uh, talk about trying to frame Bazo Baz, and there was... You know, there's the ongoing war with the Lamp Blacks. Yeah, so I think framing him is kind of part of the war, but yeah. if we're deep in it, it's going to be difficult to just seek him yes. out in specific. Maybe a part of a larger plan to frame him. Yeah. And I just forgot. So we did we did downtown at the end of the last episode. We did. Correct. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I couldn't remember where the hell we were. Okay. What exactly are we wanted for? Like, is it somehow known that we killed those two guys? Are we just run- wanted for breaking the peace? Like, what is there a specific charge, or is that not how it works in this world? It's not like there's a warrant out for your arrest. It's okay. that, like, it's it's kind of more abstract. Like, I would say that because the wanted happens because of all of the heat that you accumulate, and you get your heat by doing things that are it's breaking the law, breaking the peace. And so it's probably because y'all are, y'all have been involved with this war so far. So, you know, there have been people that have died. You know, there's lots of reasons why they're looking for you guys. What's nice about using this heist to frame Bazo is that it drops our wanted level and it also wipes our heat. So we can generate some heat on the heist as long as we're successful. And it's almost, it's almost like free heat. Uh, so that's nice. So maybe we, hear our, we should hear that our contact out, but unless he has something, you know, remarkably exciting, I think we, my vote is to go after Bazo. Try yeah. to frame him somehow. So do we have any ideas about how to go about doing that? Well, not without knowing what we're want. Like, how do you, how do you pin the blame it's, on a different person general. when like, there's no blame for a specific, I don't, I don't it's know. It's generalized. Like, this, this area of the, the Crowsfoot area has been popping off, dropping bodies lately, so there's just more cops around. Yeah. And the cops have, there's enough cops around that it makes it harder for us to do stuff. So we just we just got to get him popped for anything. Like fabricating something or getting him caught, you know? Like, if we can find out maybe something he's doing that's explicitly illegal and, you know, organize the cops to, to walk into it or to catch him, like a stakeout, and we, it, it would require some fabrication on our part. Maybe not a whole lot of fabrication, because I'm sure he is doing some illegal shit. Yeah. Or maybe y'all could, like, figure out some way to get him to confess, uh, uh, you know, like, fess up for your crimes. I don't know how you could get him to do that, but, you know, a confession would go the long way. Yeah, that sounds like a, a plan, a long-term plan. I, I do think we probably shouldn't ignore this invitation today. Uh, Fitz is our friend. What what do we know about Fitz? Why why would he sort of reach out? Does it seem like it's legit, just a social soiree, or do we think Fitz might know something? Is he involved? So Fitz was involved with how your group got together. Um, mm-hmm. he, uh, y'all had a uh, job from him that happened. It's like the pre the like where uh, he asked y'all to go. Uh, like get something from a uh, a warehouse. It was a eye in a jar, 
And when you came back from it, there was like these weird cultist people that attacked and tried to get it from y'all and Fitz, and y'all protected Fitz, and he's been thankful ever since. Uh, so he's he's kind of like your contact that gives you jobs or can okay. give you jobs. Well, I'm down for a meeting with him. I'm I'm definitely one of the um, uh, consort is one of my skills and something I do very well. So I think as maybe not the leader exactly, but maybe a face, uh, I definitely it's something that I would I should do. I don't have any consort. I do want to maintain the connection with our friend that gives us jobs. So oh, I do. I have one consort. I could maybe help. Well, I mean, you can help someone do something even if you don't have pips in it. Because that just means you take on stress to give them an extra die. But that sucks a lot, so... <laughs> yeah, I just don't want to blow him off, and who knows? We may get some information from Fitz. Well, I mean, let's go. We don't need to roll anything to go talk to the guy. The journey to Fitz's office takes Moxie north along Giant Avenue through a thick afternoon fog that had just rolled in from the Void Sea. Patches of the vibrant purple glow from Giant Park and the incandescent green light of the new electric lamps pierce through as the group shuffles along. Crossing over a bridge into the oldest quarter of Duskwall, remnant pylons of the first lightning bar barrier loom like giants on either side. The group turn east along Clerk Street, passing monumental government architecture built to instill a sense of supremacy and authority. An ancient statue of the immortal emperor, their visage worn down with time and acid rain, stands in a square somehow devoid of fog. The emperor is in their classic pose, a lightning bolt in one hand, a broken chain in the other, and a strange star glowing overhead. Moxie turns down a side path and enters an unassuming door in an alleyway leading into Fitz's gallery. The ill-lit chamber provides only fleeting glimpses of the artwork and statuary surrounding the crew as they proceed to the office in the back. Multi-armed statues loom like giants in the corners. Haunting portraits from ages past seem to trace Moxie's progress through the room. Overhead, a taxidermied leviathan, supposedly the smallest ever captured, its bolt tenuously hanging and its features unnerving to look at for too long. When the group pushes open the ornately carved doors leading into Fitz's office, they see the small man sitting at a large desk. His round features, receding hairline, and the pince-nez perched on his nose give him a bookish look. His cheeks burn with long alcohol use as he lifts a snifter of a golden liqueur. Virgil and Iskra, you notice on the shelf behind him, swimming in the same glass jar you delivered it in, a large eye blinking at you. Your first job as Moxie had been to retrieve this artifact from a warehouse for Fitz, and then protecting him from an attack by a strange cult named the Circle of Flame. The eye seems to be appraising you from behind the glass. Cliff and Sophia, you notice another man you recognize. He stands as you enter and gives you an appraising sneer under a bushy mustache. He wears a dress uniform in the Akarosi style, a pristine white tricorn hat, a dark blue dress coat with white shoulder belts crisscrossing his chest and golden epaulettes, white breeches and shining black leather boots. On his chest, hidden amongst various medals, is a golden bee pin. You know this man to be Karth Oris, the mercenary commander in service to the Hive, the merchant guild of Duskwall. All right. 
All right, so it's just us and his study, these two men. So as we enter, I guess we're probably on really friendly terms with uh, Fitz, right? It's not really you know, formal at all. We'll walk in, I'll kind of give a little a little friendly bow. Uh, evening, gentlemen. Fritz, uh... Ah, ah, my friends, my friends. Fitz uh, stands up and uh, comes around his desk and clasps each of you around the shoulders or uh, your hands, whichever you personally prefer. And he says, ah, my friends, thank you for coming. Uh, this, this is another one of my friends, uh, a uh, Mr. Oris. Uh, you may have heard of him. Carthoris is just kind of standing there, you know, giving you all this this look like he's trying to figure out what you're made of. Okay. Sizing you up I almost. Mean, I can describe in great and terrible detail what we're made of, if he'd like. <laughs> <laughs> if there's an opening for small talk, as I'm a, like a trader by trade, uh, trader, not traitor. <laughs> uh, just to make that real clear. Um, and I know that he is a trader ish by trade. So I want to drop, so I want to ask something very innocuous, you know, like is, you know, is how's the price of, you know, swan pendants these days or whatever, but that shows that I know my shit. Uh, yeah, he'll, uh, he'll raise an eyebrow at you and say, mm, unfortunately, those particular details aren't under my purview, just the ones that I work for. You see, I, uh, I'm here to offer a job that my benefactor doesn't wish to be seen to be involved in. Okay. I've heard from our mutual friend here, and he nods at Fitz, I've heard high praise of Moxie, is it that you call yourselves? Yeah, yeah, Moxie's mm-hmm. what we're going by here. For the moment. Okay. Well, interesting. Well, I hope You seem that so you excited understand. to be here. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Restrain uh, yourself, you good under- sir. Curb your enthusiasm. I can barely <laughs> take it That's in. A show. <laughs> uh, I hope that you understand that the people that I represent wish to remain anonymous and discreet in this. I hope that you understand that failure to hold yourselves to that discretion could come with a high and costly price. If you're done threatening us, could you tell us what the job is? You'll have to excuse my compatriot, or I know it's been a. A stressful couple of weeks here at Moxie. We mean no offense. We definitely want to work with your organization, with with you and Fitzmore. That's something we want to do for sure. Uh, Rest assured that discretion is the better part of our valor. I mean, a little bit of offense. You can take it just a tiny bit personally. (laughs) Discretion. Fuck up. (laughs) He gives you... Iskra a look like you're something that he stepped in uh, in the middle of the street. I grin and give him a very rude gesture. And he just turns and starts ignoring you at that point and holds his head up even higher with his nose up in the air and he says, it is our understanding that you're involved in the things happening in Crow's Foot. This war between petty drug gangs. Petty? I wouldn't describe this as petty, uh... They're the petty drug gangs. He's referring to the the other two. But, regardless, you operate in Crow's Foot, so surely you know about the crows. Kaka! We have an inkling. You could say we're acquainted. It's our understanding that 
the leader of the crows, Rorik, met with an untimely end. Okay. And Don't we know Rorik? He's dead. Okay. That helps. <laughs> yeah, we, we know he's dead because that guy was trying to capture his spirit or whatever. Yeah. Or did capture his spirit, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, Virgil came across uh, uh, Iskra's uh, contact, fishing his uh, Rorik's body out of the canal. Even Cher. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, his... I've got his soul in two parts, I'm guessing. so Or somebody's soul, anyways. Are, are you saying that you have his soul right now? While you're we're not to this telling guy. this guy no. that. We're just like okay. recalling whether or not we know Rorik. My benefactor would pay dearly to know who killed Rorik and would pay even more to see them brought to justice. Okay. Okay. We can definitely do some investigating. The, uh, the question now is, what do we get out of this arrangement? He uh, reaches down, and there was a satchel that he had next to uh, his chair, and he picks it up, and he sets it down on Fitz's desk, and there is a very hefty ka-chunk. It is definitely a bag filled with coins, and in fact, he opens it and puts his hand in it, and there are jewels and coins that just... He just lets them fall through his fingers back into the bag. He says, Fitz here will be holding this in escrow. Should you be able to bring Rorik's killers to justice? Hmm. Well, cash money is a nice reward, but I wonder if you're willing to maybe parlay about you and your benefactors as aware. Uh, No. This is the offer. I was kind of hoping to maybe see if I could get his help in our struggles. I mean, money helps, but... I mean, yeah, money will help. I think that we're okay. Y'all could very easily see that there's probably at least 20 coin in that bag. At the very least. Okay. Well, we can definitely use that to further our efforts. If he's not lying and planning on just killing us or whatever. Cross that bridge when we get to it. He's also not, you know, he's showing you the money up front, and he's leaving it with your friend, so. That is a, a nice prize for such a job. I know. <laughs> like, like he says that with very obvious anger in his... <laughs> it hmm. is not. It is not easy to see, or it's not hard to see, rather, that this man uh, thinks that this is a waste of money. Well, let's not waste any more of this man's time. Let's waste lots more of this man's time. I'm intrigued. Why is he so mad about us getting paid? Is it his money? He's 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 high society. He looks down and his nose at us. Uh, whoever his benefactors are, they obviously want to pass this dirty job on to some people who will not be missed, mm-hmm. i.e. us. Uh, and he's not happy with the fact that we're getting a bunch of money out of it. So Very yeah, he's definitely not going to be like, pick his pocket or something. No, no, let's not do, let's not do that. Let's uh, keep the job. You know, a job is better than no job. I uh, I do wish we could sway the Merchant Guild, but it doesn't sound like this guy is going to be the one to do it with. So I think 20 coin will be ample to hire help in our future endeavors. So, all right, uh, sir. So just to make sure I understand here, we are investigating the source of Rorik's death. Is that correct? If you find information on who killed Rorik, you will receive a quarter of the sum. 
you'll receive the other three quarters once that is dealt with if you are the ones to deal with them. Well, I mean, mm. luckily we already know Guild Rourke. We just have to prove it to get all that coin. So I mean, that's we easy. don't know for a fact that they killed him. But I'll say that out loud. I know. We know we killed him. You know. It's obvious. Is it? Sophia shakes her head at you. <laughs> you know, hold on. I'm not, I'm not going to say this in front of him. Let's talk after. I have a, and I have an idea. Well, I'm not happy with the, the one quarter, three quarters deal. Do Does it look like I can maybe talk him into a half and a half? You know that this guy is a glorified messenger boy at this point. Okay, yeah. All right, well, all right, well, it sounds like a job. We can definitely, it's like something that we can easily take care of. Uh, Fitz actually clears his throat and looks hard at Karth. And Karth sighs very heavily and pulls a pouch out and says, and this is good faith money. And he like just throws it at your feet. What a oh, well, dick. Well, thank you, Fitz. I, I appreciate your help. Not you, and Fitz. I'll Fitz, you're a darling. You're a dick, Karth. Uh, inside that bag is four coin. Okay. All right, I'll take it. Well, I'll take that. Do we have any information to go on? Karth, will you, do you have any any other information Look, you could provide? Sophia will just cut you off and, and with, a, with a very curt, we know we killed them, we just have to go prove it. As a way of ushering the conversation to an end so we can discuss our own our own means. Okay. And if you look too quizzically, she'll just give you a look. All right. Well, we shall return. Fitz says, don't, don't worry, my friends. I will make sure that your money stays safe. It will be in the hidden place. And, okay. Karth, you can, you can rest assured that these people will be able to take care of your benefactor's wishes. I have the utmost faith that they can accomplish it. So, we're going to pin this on Baza, right? Oh, God, yes. Yeah, ob- obviously. Are you all drunk? <laughs> <laughs> we, just, we just need to prove it. <laughs> or we just need to fake enough evidence of it to get Baza arrested for it. Yep. So that yeah. sounds like dealing with it for me. Yep. All right, so I'm not familiar with, with the state of Roderick. He was, he was the one that you guys were doing in that, that downtime activity, right? With the barrel? Yeah. Uh, they came upon him and Eckerd. So... Rorik was dead, Eckerd was fishing his corpse out of, out of the canal, and then somebody whose name I don't remember was trying to capture Rorik's soul into a crystal of some sort, uh, which... Into uh, a rock. Into a rock. Which Jonathan's character, whose name I don't remember right now, Virgil, um, now has, theoretically. So Virgil has two halves of Rorik's soul. He has half of it inside that weird rock and half of it inside of a spirit bottle. Okay. Eckerd was fishing uh, Rorik's body out, as you said. It was very, it had very obviously been in the water for a while. Uh, it didn't look like Eckerd was, like, he definitely had not just died. Right. It was Virgil's, uh, his uh, rival Flint, who was channeling the spirit out of the body into that bottle. Right. So my proposal is that we, I go to Eckerd and try to, like, ingratiate myself to him again and kind of become on the path to friendship again and maybe get him to describe in great detail how Rorik died so that we can say, oh, Bazo Baz killed him with a knife in the study or whatever. And we probably ought to talk to Flint, Virgil's rival, and at least, if nothing else, pay him off so that he won't say anything to contradict us. It's not entirely clear if Flint is alive or not. I may or may not have killed him. 
Oh, did you kill? Did he kill Flint, him, Jeremy? Flint definitely did. Yeah, right. Flint is dead. So yeah, I mean the 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 order of events were: I show up, uh, and and you know, body is being taken away in the boat, and then Flint and I got in a tussle. I hit him with lightning okay. because channeling electricity through my um, lightning hook wasn't enough, and I left him. I believe the quote was from Jeremy: He is steaming and twitching on the ground. Did he survive that, Jeremy, with his brain intact, or is he just either dead and or might as well be? Uh, I mean, y'all haven't seen him since then. Well, we'll, we should check up on that then, and, you know, check the cemetery, because hitting people with lightning, once again, for our edification, kills people. Um, Not always. It it is. Not 100% of the time. Which is why I want to check. There are also no cemeteries. Oh, right. All bodies here are collected by the spirit wardens who take them to a place here in Charter Hall to be cremated okay. so that the spirits can be released and not become ghosts. Well, find out if that Ghosts which haunt then. people. Yes, I know, Jeremy. We need to check and make sure he's dead, and if he's not, then make sure he's dead. Anyways. Or, you know, otherwise so, not uh, going to talk. Just a world question. If we had all of Bazo's ghost body, soul, whatever it was, could we... <laughs> Like, can a ghost, like, like can we, like, summon the ghost in court and have him be like, there's my killer? Or, like, does that, is that a thing that happened, or is that... So Virgil can talk here? to... With a special ability, I can talk to ghosts. So, yeah, in, in the world, conversations can be had with ghosts if you've got the right ability. Gotcha. If we could... So, we truthfully don't know who killed him. So it's a little bit of a gamble, but if we could get the two parts of his soul and you could talk to him, you could be like, hey, if you say that it was Bazo, you're a pretty unimpeachable witness because you're you and you're dead. <laughs> and then we can turn that evidence over to the po- to the to the police who will arrest Bazo. Uh, the only r- potential wrench in that works is if he's like, no, it was, you know, it was Fitz and I will only, I will only damn Fitz to hell. But I feel like maybe we could convince him that damning, even if, even if, Bazo is in the sense that Deming Bazo is good for the, yeah, you know, better for the crows, yeah, because they want to they want to take over the crow's foot, so and stealing those two pieces might be simpler than doing anything else to Bazo. No, Virgil already has those two pieces. Oh, Virgil does. Yes, I, I, so I thought so I, I thought have, Eckert did. I have the parts of is yeah. it Roderick's soul. Yes, Rorick. and Rorick's soul, and I I agree, uh, Sophia, that one possible thing to do would be to try and combine his soul and either interrogate him or get him to accuse Bazo of like turn state's evidence yeah that type of thing so like looking at my sheet here i have a special ability which is attuned to the ghost field to force a nearby ghost to appear and obey a command Mm -hmm. right so if i had that special ability which i'm i've nearly leveled up um, I could theoretically make him confess to uh, that Bazo was his, his murderer. So I do, I do like that idea, you know. But I can't you, do it You can talk to ghosts without... Hmm? We can talk to him without that ability, right? No. I'm not totally sure. I don't think so. No, I'm I mean, pretty sure that ghosts can communicate with you. It's just that they don't always... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. You yeah. can't force him, but we, we don't... If, you come, if it comes to forcing it, we're kind of screwed because... Then the next time someone talks to him, he'll be like, I was forced by the I mean, Moxie. immediately after this, we can take him to the Wardens and he can be cast into the Void Sea or whatever it is they do with ghosts that they don't want in the city. 
Right. Well, I imagine he has to stay around long enough to like testify at Ghost Court or whatever. Right. Well, but if right. he if he is, I think we should find out first if he is willing to help us for some ghostly reason, and if he's not willing to help us, then try to coerce him somehow um, as a secondary mes- measure. Yeah, I mean, step zero is can I combine his soul? So yeah. And then after the court is over, then cast him out into the dark and terrible abyss. So that no one can ever speak to him again. I think we're looking at a deception. Yeah, probably. Or a, or a, so, or a social. For the, for the, you know. For the plan. The, the plan. And then talking to the, combining the ghost and talking to it would be like the setup or the, whatever you call it, the pre, like, pre-roll, whatever. Right. The, the setup maneuver? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Unless Jeremy had an idea of how I was going to figure that out already. I do want to tell you that when you check out that uh, that weird rock again, uh, it doesn't just have half of Rorik's soul in it anymore. Oh boy. It doesn't only have half a soul in it? No, there's more souls in there now. Free souls? Oh. Hell yeah. Is that a crime? Is it a crime to put souls in rocks? Possibly. I, I mean, I'm asking Jeremy. <laughs> uh, so... Spirit wardens definitely frowned upon the spirit trade. Yeah, but is I mean, it something I... that we could that we could plant or use as a plan to get Basil arrested because it's it's criminal? Frowned upon doesn't mean criminal. Yeah, I mean I am a spirit trafficker. I mean that is in part. So Flint was a spirit trafficker. So this rock must be like a uh, like a jump drive that's like loaded up with souls. <laughs> uh, maybe they passively, you know, get sucked in. So I've just been sucking up the souls of all the people that have been killed around me, is, that, is what I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah, yeah. Bill and all Tether right. definitely inside of that. Wait, so is this, is this like a Dark Souls thing, Jeremy? Probably. Like, what do you... What? Is this like a... Am I like collecting souls to like invigorate my skin and make me not look like a <laughs> demon? I don't know. I don't know what you do in those games. Um, <laughs> I think it's a Skyrim <laughs> thing, actually. Whatever. Yeah. Another game I've never played. Yeah, so I guess I'm going to jangle these. I'd like to jangle these these spirits out of here, see who I got. Wait, do I have Bill and Ted in here, Jeremy? Yeah, you have Bill and Ted in there. <laughs> All right. Okay, that'll be uh, that'll be interesting. Well, I mean, I want to try and get uh, Ro- Roderick. It's not Roderick. It's Rorick. 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 Like Yorick. Rorick. You knew him well. Yes. Ah, Rorick. Yes. So, um, yeah, I want to try and just get Rorick out. I'm going to dig around, try and get, you know, my favorite flavor. Okay. You're going to try to get that half, that half yes. soul out and put and it then, back in the bottle? Yeah, and, and put the rest of it in the that half-held spirit bottle I've got. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can make a controlled standard roll for that. A tune? Yeah. Makes sense to me. And I'm harmed, but it, I'm at toasted, which is a level one harm. So I assume that... Uh, yeah, that that would just give you less effect. So yeah. you would basically be acting as if it was a whatever the less than standard is. Gotcha. So I'm going to be rolling two dice because I've got two pips. I don't think I want anyone... I don't think I need anybody to help me, hopefully. But um, does anyone want to help me? I mean... I mean, you, you I take stress or whatever, right? So, yep. Mm. Yeah. So, I don't know if this is worth burning any stress on. 
So I'm just going to roll a six and a go. two. There you a go. six. So six count. Yep. So, yeah, you're able to siphon that half, uh, half a soul out. It's really weird uh, because, for one thing, souls aren't supposed to split in half like that. And for another thing, uh, like, this <laughs> this rock seems to just be like a vacuum. Like, as you're trying to pull the half-soul out, it's you're also kind of fighting to keep your own soul in. And luckily you succeeded and uh, were able to get, <laughs> get his soul out. All right. All right. So now, now I... Virgil has the the definite sense that this thing is hungry and yeah. I could get yeah. trapped in there theoretically. Wow. To to also be very clear, you've never seen anything like that rock before. Mm hmm. Gotcha. All right. Okay. Well, I reunite uh the the two halves of uh Rorik's soul. Um, it's a hard does name anything to say. Happen? Well, I mean, you have a whole spirit in a whole bottle. I guess I want to try and talk to Rorik. Okay. So what's it look like when you summon a ghost out of a bottle? That's a good question. Because I do know it's a very scary experience that everyone's going to have to make rolls for who's oh, there. Damn it. Come on. That is true. That is true. Because uh, I do not have that special ability yet. Um... Then it sounds kind of private to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Seems hey like guys, the kind of thing up. you should, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I would know that. I'm a professional. So, Are you? Um, yeah. <laughs> Theoretically? So yeah, I'm going to like go down into our quarters and be like, hey guys, like, there's about to be a spooky ghost, and I don't want you guys to get spooked out if you don't have to be. I open up the trap door to get down to our quarters, and I jump down uh down there and pull the uh the trap door closed all right all right so now i um so now i guess the i don't really know exactly what the process would be like but i've got this ectoplasmic vial maybe i put it in like a little holder and then i sort of you know hold my hands around it you know channeling the electroplasmic energy that you know i'm i've become attuned to and uh, kind of like a fog rises from the vial as the vial's level slowly diminishes. And there's a kind of a disembodied head first and then the rest of a sort of bluish, grayish, cloudy ghost is present. All right. Sound all right? And now I yeah. got to figure out if I got spooked. <laughs> Yeah, I think that it's a resolve check, but I'm supernaturally terrified. I think is what happens. So I don't. I don't. Super, quite supernatural know. stress. That's page fourteen. Um, yeah, it's a resolve. Uh, you can choose to freeze up or flee, or make a resistance roll with resolve to ignore the effect. Okay, so I'm gonna roll resolve. Uh, I got a five and a So five. you only take one stress. All right. I got two stress boxes left and no way to get rid of them. But That's fun. We. I will see how it goes. Hopefully this isn't a very stressful conversation with a murdered man. Yeah. <laughs> um, Why would it John, be? John, since, 
since you're a uh, whisper, you should uh, track how many ghosts you see. I think at a certain point, because you're a whisper, you're gonna get adapted to the the different kinds of supernatural dudes. Um, you know the dudes. Yeah, like there's gonna be like there's probably gonna be like a lot of strong things you won't get adapted to, but I think ghosts are pretty are common enough in Duskfall. And you are, you know, it's your job to deal with them, so you're exposed a lot more than most people are. Gotcha. Yeah, just find a place to track that on your ship. Yeah. This ghost, uh, what color is he glowing? Uh, grayish blue. So, uh, this grayish blue ghost is of a man in his, like, mid to late 30s. He's got a full beard, um, and he looks very fit. And there is, like, ectoplasm is just, like, pouring out of a gash in his throat. And he says, who are you? Uh, my name is Virgil Evening Eyes, and I saved your soul from uh, a fate worth than death. And you, you, sir, are you Rorik? Yes. <laughs> Rorik, the leader of the Lampblacks? Well, I was before that bitch betrayed me. I, I thought he was the leader of the Crows. Oh, yeah, the Crows. The, yes, so that's... Right. Was, was that a clever gotcha attempt, or...? <laughs> yeah, clever, clever gotcha. Right, the leader of the Crows. What, what can you tell me about your demise? I was walking along the bridge with my lieutenant... You were Lysa. We were discussing ways that we could bring bring some of the lesser gangs to heal and increase increase the tithes when all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I felt her cut my throat. The last thing I saw before I fell was her staring down at me with a grin on her face. Rude. Lysa. Lysa your lieutenant you said no he said lieutenant yeah but we're in like a weird victorian england world so he said the wrong pronunciation did he yeah he did lieutenant is the way to do it so he's saying that elsa from frozen killed him um <laughs> so i do we met this person this is me not remembering uh, you y'all have not pr met this person in game. Uh, you may have like your characters know her enough to okay. spot her. You know, like she's a fairly prominent figure, um, and this probably explains why you know the crows haven't had very much to do with the war that's going on. They've normally, you know, they keep the gangs in check, but uh, Lysa is probably uh, vying for control in the crows itself. Makes sense. Gotcha, gotcha. Trying, trying to bring all of them to heal now that, now that there's a new top dog in town. Gotcha. So, uh, so, so Mr. Rorik, I've got a proposition to make for you, to you. So you're you're a spooky ghost. Your your soul got separated. I don't know if you remember that experience, but I'm sure it weren't good. As an interested party, how was having your soul split? It was dark. I appreciate what you did for me. 
yes. if this is it, I have a woman I, to I do have a proposition. I, I, I've got your soul here. I've been storing it in this <laughs> bottle, and I would really love to let you uh let you go right to get into into the you've already let me go not quite not quite see because i've got this lightning hook right here and i can just put you right back in that bottle so here's the deal do you wish to test me child (laughs) ain't your child bro anyway i got i got a proposition you want you want to hear it i don't care here's here's what the deal is so we really got a problem you probably have a problem with them too the lamp lacks right you hate them I hate them. We all hate the lamp blacks. Ain't that right? The They're answer okay. is correct. Bazo Baz, <laughs> you hate him, right? You you guys probably, I'm sure, did not get along. He was not going to be a fan of this whole, like, you know, you guys controlling all the smaller gangs. I would love to pin your murder on Bazo Baz. And, you know, Lysa will get her. She'll get hers, Okay. I am not going to rest until Lysa is in the ground. I mean, that's All cool. Right. We can I, kill her. I am happy on adding her to our list of future victims. She um, will be at the top of your list if you want me to help you. Yes. Okay. Agree to that. Are, are we going there. like an intercom? Like there's like a tube <laughs> in the corner that you're yelling commands down to me at? I'm listening. It's two cans and a string. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm not there. I'm sorry. My, Right, because my character ain't ain't normal. Like, apparently I've been murdering people. Like, maybe I've just been ignorant to that. Um, but apparently <laughs> I've been murdering all kinds of people. Uh, I mean, enough so that I've got a rock full of their souls that uh, they're, they're screaming in agony, apparently. Um, well, also, your character didn't kill Bill and Ted. That's true. You were there when they died. Yeah, Bill, Ted, and two unnamed buddies of theirs. Uh, um, I'm pretty sure they were... Th- Theodora, or no, uh, Logan and Preston. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Okay, so so in your afterlife vengeance spree, you want us to kill Lysa, yeah? Yes. And if we kill Lysa, you will give state's evidence against Bazobaz. My, yes. Okay, and uh, so once those two things are resolved, I will let you get on to your uh, eternal bliss. Oh, it's not blissful. Well, let's go get her now. Okay. Uh, Let me just put you right back in this bottle here so you don't spook my buddies. No, you won't do that. Sorry? You won't do that. I won't do that. You will not put me back in that bottle. (laughs) Okay. Uh, How... how, So so what is is your idea on how this is going to go then? Are you going to help us kill Lysa and frame uh... Yes, I will. Okay. <laughs> he sounds very excited uh, about that. But I also don't want you to cause a scene, which was why I was talking about putting you in the bottle. I can wait down here if you want. All right. I... Ooh, that's good. I think I that's a bad you... idea. I don't... You're just going to leave a ghost loose there. in our basement? <laughs> loose ghosts? I... I, 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 I think I, um, I'm also not there, so right, I need to quit yeah. yelling advice. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that if I leave him, I, I don't know why he would stay. Yeah, he's definitely I, gonna, like, float around and do some vengeance. So, yeah, 
Yeah. So I think I'm going to have to put you back in the bottle. It's not no hard feeling. <laughs> I will let you out periodically. No, you won't put me in the bottle. I've given you my word. Is that not okay. good enough to you? No. Oh, so let's just clarify the contract here. Let me let me get out a pen and paper. I get out a pen and paper. Okay. So do you want to bring so the lawyer down? I do have an attorney here. Let me just knock on this pipe here, and he'll come over to the instant intercom. Okay. So we we negotiate. We have an intercom. and have a written contract written up for between me and this ghost, and and these are the things I want him to agree upon. No harm directly or indirectly upon the crew if that is uh this is done is stress considered uh, harm yes so i also want him to not <laughs> spook everybody so like he that's that's part of it that's the whole like i don't know if ghosts can be invisible right in this world of ours looking at ghosts like the character play but he can exist in the ghost field cool like he can be totally invisible yeah okay cool so uh i want him not to spooks people i will let him uh be involved in lysa's murder or murder her if that is a thing ghosts can do uh on the condition that he provides testimony that he was killed by bazo baz and if we can agree on that he can stay out of his bottle He'll, he'll agree on that, and he'll even levitate a small piece of charcoal to sign his name to it. Perfect. <laughs> Let me just get this uh, get this signed by our... Uh, what was it called? Notarized. Notari- notary. Let me just get this notarized here. I throw it up to... Um, to Is Cliff uh, Sophia. a notary? I'm assuming Sophia can be our notary. <laughs> Is that all right? You wanna... Yeah, as, a, as, a, as a, like a trader, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. So we got it notarized. All right, we're all signed, sealed, delivered. Let's let's do some murders. Let's so, do some murders. So I guess we're I guess we're no longer looking at a deception. We're looking at an assault again. Again. <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping that we can get some info from him about maybe Lysa's uh, weaknesses, or maybe she goes to get her hair done from somewhere without guards, right? Yeah, I mean, can. So we, we have to define the point of attack, so can he give us the ideal point of attack? I would hope so. Uh, I would think so. Y'all could also... Yeah, you could probably get that from him. He would know, I assume. You know. Yeah, like, this guy definitely seems like the sort of dude who would know how to kill everyone around them. Uh, oh, yeah. Look, look, be friendly, be polite, but have a plan to kill everyone you meet. <laughs> That's how I go through life. That explains a lot. Thank you for listening to Moxie. Hope you've been enjoying this Plates of the Dark campaign. Thanks to Ketza for the use of our theme song. Thank you to all of the players. And thank you for listening. Like and subscribe where you can. And um, be tuned in for more Moxie in the future. All right, thanks. Because of the current uh, trouble in Crow's Foot, Lysa tends to go around with four or five bodyguards wherever she goes. She is has been known to visit a particular pleasure barge on occasion. I'm pretty familiar with that. Is it Sophia's pleasure barge? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's not my pleasure barge. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, it, it, I'd say it's the same pleasure barge. Oh, it's the Silver Swan pleasure barge. Yeah. Where's that one docked at, by the way? Brightstone? So uh, we got the Silver Swan as a potential point of entry. Okay, it sounds like y'all are going to go kill Lysa to get the ghost to confess or accuse uh, Bazo. Yeah. Is that correct? I think that's yeah. what we're going for. Yeah, now. that sounds about right. Okay, so uh, you know that uh, on occasion Lysa likes to attend the Silver Swan. She does bring her bodyguards there, but they tend to not be with her the entire time. Una, what's her pleasure at the pleasure barge? She is into ladies. Well, maybe Sophia can help. Worth a shot. So maybe Sophia can lure her into bed, and then uh, then Ghostman can can do a murder. Do you a murder? Sounds like a good... Uh, general plan yeah so it's, it's an assault and the pleasure barge is the point yeah assault at the pleasure barge sophia you're gonna try to get in there and lure her is that correct yeah okay uh what are the rest of you guys gonna do lurk so you're gonna get in there you're gonna get her in bed you're going to murder her in whatever fashion but i imagine there's still gonna be bodyguards being present yeah they'll so be I there the, we should probably hanging out the getaway plan i think um you've been there sophia like is 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 the the bedroom is you know the whatever i mean they're not going to follow her in the bedroom but when when they when you they start hearing ghost murder noises they're gonna have to take care (laughs) of the bodyguards we're we're settling a score between their boss and their new boss the very least you'd be like hold on guys you know rorick's taking care of business you may not want to go in there right now or we could drug them right the answer is everything is not drugs (laughs) You are yeah, incorrect, but, sir. But it's a pleasure barge, right? Like, pass around, like, some, ooh, these are the new clove cigarettes, you know? We don't have to decide that now. We just have to keep oh, that's going. Right. Oh, that's true. That yeah. is absolutely correct. Let's treat, treat this as a linked plan. We're going to do a setup maneuver. Uh, Sophia is setting up everyone else by trying to separate Lysa from her bodyguards. So why don't you make that uh maneuver and we will uh we'll go from we'll do the engagement roll from there so i'm I'm gonna sway i assume yeah that sounds right it's gonna be risky standard i will push myself just because i know that getting yeah i'll push myself and take the extra die okay so i might what is this outcome is a three two two three two two is uh still a failure yeah that's pretty bad yeah so i would have to moxie it into a uh, mixed success. Yeah, I'll, I'll moxie into it into a mixed success. Which I have some ideas, but you know, I I would like to use my moxie as well. To, how are uh, you to... using that? To, how is your luck helping to affect that? I know what I was going to suggest was going to happen with the mixed success, and then that so that may give us an option for his help because I was okay. going to suggest that perhaps she wants to bring one of her bodyguards in for for a set fun time, and uh, maybe you can intercept the bodyguard and promise them a better fun time with you <laughs> works for me <laughs> yeah can you hold on for before you spend the um you can push yourself and also get help correct not exclusive right yeah correct okay well i kind of want to want to burn one of my foresights uh that's oh, a free yeah. help without it so that would give you one extra die all right let me roll that and see if that changes things yeah 
Oh, that is a six. Hell there you yeah. go. Nice. That's a six. So, so you don't. Maybe, even, so y'all don't even. Maybe we get on the boat and we're kind of just trying to separate the bodyguards. Maybe we'll pay off one of the other, um, you know, the one of the, one of the other bar benches or whatnot to just sort of flirt with the bodyguards and get them separated. So Sophia has at this point. It's nighttime. Well, it's always nighttime. <laughs> But it's darker nighttime at on the Silver Swan. Sophia and everyone is on board. Everyone's mixed into the crowd when Lysa and her four bodyguards come on board. After a little while, Sophia makes her move and is able to lure uh, Lysa to one of the pleasure rooms. The four bodyguards follow her, but they just stand guard at the doorway. And we're going to go from there. I assume that, Virgil, you gave Lysa, or you gave Sophia the ghost bottle and told her to break it at an opportune moment. There's no ghost in the ghost bottle. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. He's, he's just hanging out. I guess yeah, he's, he's just, just hanging following, out. Yeah. probably yeah. following me. Yeah. I assume he'll, he'll know when to strike. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, is there a, um, there are windows in the, the room, right? It's a barge, so I imagine there's like portholes. Yeah. Why do you want to watch? Special pleasure bedrooms, though. If Kevin says it's portholes, then it's portholes. It's his pleasure okay. barge. So. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. And there are four guards. Is that right? There are four guards. That is correct. I think she's kind of higher tier. So Lysa's going to be an eight claw. You know, her guards are kind of higher tier as well. So there's four of them. I think we're going to go with a 10 clock for them. And uh, I want to remind everyone that flashbacks are your friends. Uh, so if you can think of a way to bring a flashback, don't hesitate to do it. Except for Virgil. Virgil should probably hesitate to have a flashback. <laughs> <laughs> because of the stress involved? Yeah, your overindulgence. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, so let's get into this. Who wants to take the initiative? Well, we have to do the engagement roll. Oh, that's that's right. We should have done that already. Uh, so let's give you guys one die for pure luck. But is it particularly bold or daring? Yes, or it's very overly... bold. Okay, so I'll take a die for that. Uh-huh. Does it expose a vulnerability of the target to hit them where they're weakest? It sure does. I think Plus it does. It sure does. Uh, can any of your friends or contacts provide aid or insight in the operation? I think it, it is. Yeah. Um, or but, oh, but are there any enemies or rivals interfering? Uh, so that there might be are. a wash. So that might there, just wash out yeah. to, to net zero. Any, any other elements you might want to consider? A lower tier or a higher tier target? There are two tiers above you, so I might give you a minus one on that. Because it's a, a two-die roll there. And give yourself an extra die for that setup maneuver. Three die. One, two, minus one. Yeah, okay, three. All right, I'm going to roll. Let's see what happens. All right, let's see how we die. There you go, a six. Nice. Two, five, six. Yeah, so y'all are in a controlled position. Good planning goes a long way. Uh, and did everyone choose their load? Uh, I went in with a three, yeah. I'll go in with a normal. If I'm going to be taking my clothes off with this lady, I probably didn't want to take much gear with me, but you guys thought I'm going to go stronger to fight. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll go with normal. And virtual? Normal. All right, uh, so <laughs> we got Lysa in the bedroom with... Uh, Sophia, and we've got the four guards standing outside of her bedchamber, or whatever they're called on boats. Uh, Kevin, you're the boat man. Quarters? I mean, 
Staterooms? Yeah, rooms, yeah, we'll whatever. go stateroom. All right, who's gonna go first? I mean, <laughs> well, I'm I'm assuming the ghost is gonna go first, but otherwise, I'm just gonna get yeah. I mean, if you my gonna time wait. with Lissa, yeah, until the ghost murders her. <laughs> In theory, I mean, I mean, yeah, get it, girl. I'm not gonna take an opportunity not to have a good time. Might as well go ahead and relieve some stress. <laughs> <laughs> hey, legit though. I'm going to say that she's also on the job, so it's, you know, kind of a wash there. Uh, After a few minutes in the stateroom, y'all hear outside a scream, and Sophia, you need to uh, either make a resolve or, you know, flee or scream in terror. Oh, as as this ghost manifests itself? I'll do the resolve. I was going to say, flee is not the stupidest thing I could do, but I'll I'll make the uh, resolve. Okay. A five, four, three, so I take okay. one. Okay, yeah, you just take one stress as this ghost appears, and it begins to phase into Lysa's body. Oh, um. nice. It's probably painful. Yeah, she is definitely screaming loudly. Uh, outside, y'all can see the guards turn around and uh, begin to move into the room. Can I burn a flashback? Or they, they like, try the room, but uh, the door is locked. Plus, Sophia's obviously screaming just as loud. Yes! 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 (laughs) (laughs) Um, I thought we were going to drug the guards. Yeah, that's about to say that. Have done that? Yes. I have done that. that? Uh, I have, in fact, uh, dressed up not exactly in a waiter's uniform, but enough that somebody who's had a few will probably not even look at me. And presented them with a tray of the signature cocktail. Why don't you spend two stress for that? And okay. we're going to... What sort of role is that going to be to see whether or not these guards are... You know what? They they should actually roll for their tier to see how good of... Uh, how good guards they are. So they are tier two guards, so they're going to roll two dice... Uh, they're actually gonna roll three dice because they're elite. So I will, we'll I will point out that this is a very normal situation. She comes to this pleasure barge all the time, and I'm guessing she hasn't been killed yet. So they're probably not super vigilant. I would say you're right. Uh, so I'll take one die away from them for that. That's a good point, and we're gonna see how vigilant they happen to be this time. And they are vigilant because they rolled a six. Dang it. Sounds like they're professionals. <laughs> yep. Damn professionals, fucking up my business. I'm going to say that you don't have to spend the stress for that. If you don't get a result from it, then you don't have to roll stress. Good. But yeah, no, like, they, uh, you tried to give them the poison grog, and they were like, no, thank you. We Drugged. heard of an incident where some, some other guards recently received a bad batch of grog. Oh, goodness, was that at this <laughs> location? That's terrible. You understand. We're on duty right now. Of course. Maybe uh, maybe when our boss... Uh, maybe I'll come back when my boss isn't here. Okay. <laughs> well, I tried. Yeah, unfortunately. That's what it is. Cliff, did you have an idea? That was my idea as well. <laughs> I'm kind of thinking, you know, we could flashback. I've got demolition supplies. <laughs> I was kind of thinking of a... You know, a, uh, geez, what's the word? Why am I losing my words lately? Forgetting them. You know, a trick, something. The, the problem would be, I don't know how much damage we would really want to do to the pleasure barge. Yeah, please don't blow up the pleasure <laughs> barge. That's a terrible idea. 
Yeah, I mean, I can stump <laughs> someone a thunderstorm, but I'm thinking that might be a bad idea, too. You're on a, we are on a boat. If the boat sinks, everyone's going to be scrambling to get off. Everyone's already scrambling to get off. You know, on this I boat. knew you were gonna fucking do <sighs> Jeremy. it. Jeremy, Jeremy, I'm glad you did because I didn't want to be the person ruining. The situation currently, right, is uh, in the past the we tried to drug them, but they refused to drink the drinks. Right. Correct. They are now hearing screaming from the inside because the ghost is like possessing Lysa. Correct. And they are currently about to be busting down the door into that room. I mean, I could try and, like, shoot one of them, but I, I don't think that that makes a, a ton of sense. No. But also don't want to put Sophia in a tough situation either. I mean, when they turn to go in the door, we could, like, ambush them from behind. Remember, whatever y'all do, y'all are in a controlled position right now. So my other idea would be, I mean, the, the door is locked because of the nature of the, the room. But I wonder if it would have been possible to maybe, like, jam the lock as well? Maybe. Sure. That yeah. sounds Make it more, more sturdy. Uh, that would give us some, buy us some time while they try to smack the door. Um, I, I would imagine that there's, like, a hallway leading into these, these pleasure rooms. There's probably a couple of them side by side. So if they're in a hallway, it would be very easy to shoot them. That's true. Murder is always an option. Fish in a barrel. I, I, I don't think we're going to get it. Like, my original idea was hopefully that they were windows and we could have you guys jump out. But that's not really a thing we can do. Uh, the best we can do is stall them in this hallway and take them out. You got to use your blunderbuss again? There's no canal this time. <laughs> <laughs> just the just the river. Well, he's inside <laughs> the boat. The outside of boats is always very close. Who's doing what? Someone needs to take action here. Can we... I can burn a flashback to say, like, I reverse picked the lock, you know, jammed. Just completely messed up that, that jam, the door jam, whatever. Do it. If I think that would help. So a flashback is too stressed, right? Yeah, for this, it'll be too stressed. So you're just trying to keep them outside for longer? Yeah, I want to... The door's locked, so they can they can bust it open, but I'm hoping I can jam it to prolong their opening. Alright, so let's say in the flashback when people are you know, coming to the pleasure barge, people are getting their drinks, they're warming up before the activities begin in earnest. I just kind of slip into the hallway, pull out my set of burglary tools, which I've got, and just go to town on that lock. Just absolutely fuck it up. I'm gonna make a new clock here then. Uh, why don't you just roll a controlled standard, and let's see what you roll, and I'll make a clock based on that. Well, there's Tinker. Tinker is a thing. Does it need I don't a... really have it feels, any. It doesn't feel very clocky. Well, uh, just to see how long it takes them to break through that door. Oh, how long it takes them to break through the door. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> Alright, well, that's a two. Okay, so we're gonna go with just a four clock, then. You know, I can burn my moxie. I think I'm gonna burn my moxie to go from a failure to a mixed success. Okay, so that's going to take it from a four to a six. Six o'clock. Okay. What I want to do is I'm assuming that there's some sort of like a public address system on the boat, right? I, I want to sort of draw, try and draw some of the guys away. So I'm thinking like I like break into like a, the like a secondary control room or I or somewhere where I can access the PA system. And I just start like... 
either making the boat like swerve or like just start shouting some nonsense to try and draw a couple of the guards to come investigate whatever's going on. Well, they're not boat guards. They're specifically yeah. her guards. Do you not think that what happens to the boat affects her safety? So like if, <laughs> if someone starts I mean, shouting it, out like try. this boat is being commandeered by the red sashes, that they're going to think that that's not a problem and they shouldn't have okay. to worry about you know, that. Well, we keep throwing the red sashes out. around. I don't suggest this. Um. <laughs> I propose that as a possibility, right? Just something to draw a couple of them away. Okay, let's roll it and find out. I'm thinking I could use my burglary gear to get into somewhere that I could make that announcement or like do something. If you're trying to break into somewhere, I'll say that like this has been part of the plan. So like you're in you're in place to do that. Yeah. So why don't you just make a roll to either talk your way into a place or break your way into it? So that would be a command if I try and talk my way into it, right? Yeah, probably. I would take command. Yeah, let's let's do that. So I'm going to talk my way into access to like a, uh, I roll a five. So yeah, that's a mixed success. So you, you make your way up to uh, the message room. There's a bunch of, like, brass pipes that go through the ship to the different rooms. So there's a big wall of just these uh, different pipes. Do you know what those pipes are called, Kevin? You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) I do. I'm still laughing at message room. (laughs) (laughs) Like a radio room, right? It's well, it's not a radio room. It's it's like the old fashioned, like, just pipes pipes that that you're talking to. And so you find the one for that hallway, and uh, you start talking into it. Yeah, I'll say one of the guards breaks away and starts uh, heading towards the bridge where you directed them to. So I'm, I'm hoping that that makes it take longer for the guards to break down the door then, right? When they're doing their thing, they, uh, they're not going to roll as many dice. Who, uh, who wants to go next? So we've had... So I just have a clarification question, because I feel like I don't understand the rules of the game. What, what is the, why, does, why does position matter? It doesn't seem to have any kind of mechanical effect. It matters because the stakes uh, change on it. I mean, I, I just read the part of that book, and I still don't seem to get it. Whenever you fail at a controlled roll, a minor complication occurs, you have reduced effect, you suffer lesser harm, you end up in a risky position. If you fail at a risky, it's you suffer regular harm, a complication occurs, you have reduced effect, and you end up in a desperate position. And if you fail when you're desperate, it's the worst outcome. Severe harm, serious comp. It doesn't matter for successes, it just matters for failures. Yeah, okay. Actually, let's go to Sophia. What are you doing in there? That, uh... (laughs) Uh, the ghost is still trying to merge with Lysa, it looks like. Yeah, he doesn't seem like he needs any help with that. Can I, um, like, drag something in front of the door? Like, drag a dresser over in front of the door or something? Yeah, definitely. I guess wreck, maybe? Is there a way I can do, like, just a prowess, like... Prowess resists consequences of physical strain, so kind of still like a prowess... Yeah, yeah, we can go with that. A six. There you go. A six, two, and a five. So I'll drag a dresser in front, and hopefully that keeps the guards from getting in. Okay, that'll help out. We're actually going to change that to an eight clock now. Let's 
go back to Iskra. Iskra. So those guards are beating on the door. You can tell that they're hitting it pretty hard, but that door seems to be very sturdy. So that's two ticks on this. Got a smoke bomb. Probably not the best on a boat, but... Yeah, maybe not. I need to level up so I can do the really cool things. So are you playing on uh, using uh, alchemical against them? Yes. Do you know which one? So one of them is beating on this door and trying to break it down, trying to figure out what's happening to their boss. And suddenly there's a stabbing pain in the back of their neck. And I have just pricked them with a needle. Oh, you use your blowgun? Uh, I have used a blood needle, which induces fever, euphoric mania, and oh no, I don't want that one. I'm sorry, I, I, I skipped between that one and Black Lotus. I want the coma-like stupor and visions. So I have pricked them with a needle loaded with Black Lotus. A tar-like resin made from the leaves of the plant induces coma-like stupor and visions. Okay. I am poisoning him. What do I roll? Uh, so are you walking up and stabbing him with that needle, or are you using your blow dart gun? Um, I think the blow dart would be a better idea. Where even is that? Yes. Blow dart. That'd be a hunt roll, then. Hunt. Okay, yep. I don't have anything to hunt. That's not uh, as good. So then you're going to roll two dice and take the least. Or you can push yourself, or you can take a devil's bargain, which would be heat right now. Which is kind of okay. If everything works the way we want it to work, might as well get arrested and we'll lower our wand level and clear our heat. Just, you know, if it doesn't work out that way, it could be bad. Yeah. Pushing myself gives me two stress, is that correct? That is correct. I'm going to roll it straight first and see if I succeed. So I'm rolling 2d6. You're planning on rolling them one at a time until you get it? Yeah, for some of these things, you have to decide before you roll. Well, then I'm going to push myself. So I'll get get the heat. So you get a dice for heat and a dice for two stress. There you go. A six. Six Six and a four. There you go. So you hit him with that. And he actually, I'm going to say he doesn't even notice it. And uh, what's the effect on that? Stupor and visions. So he's going to slump down, just sort of lose the lose the focus to keep doing what he's doing and start seeing. Yeah, he doesn't even notice when the blow dart pricks him and he like slams against it a time or two and then like leans against the wall, <laughs> his eyes wide. And like you can see that his his eyes have just dilated. <laughs> Fun time. All right, let's go to Cliff. Cliff, what you been doing? So I've I've kind of been sitting in the you know, the I guess common room, looking into the hallway, just watching this kind of go down. Uh, like I knew that we had enough time to, you know, wait for them to sort of get through the door before I pull out a pistol. Had my hand on the uh, on the grip the entire time, though, waiting for that to happen. But see that blow dart shoot out. And one of these guards slump against the wall. It just kind of can't help but grin, knowing that our plan has pretty much succeeded so far. Hard part's over. Yeah. So what is the uh, what is the other guard doing? Are they still trying to bust through the door? Or are they trying to help? Yeah. So their... one guard left. Uh, one's trying to bust in, and the other guard is checking on his friend to figure out what's happening. You begin to get the inkling of suspicion in his eyes that something's wrong. <laughs> Uh, outside, not just inside the room. Uh, you haven't lost the control position yet, but... I don't think a, um, a distraction, like I was thinking earlier, would have been really great at this point, because they're focused on their their employer, 
who's still there. So yeah, I, I don't see reason to start shooting yet, but you know, if it depending on how the situation goes, I definitely want to keep my hand on the, uh, you know, at the ready, start blasting. Although okay. I kind of wonder, didn't you say we had one person that like walked over toward the bridge because yes. of the distraction? Yes, she did. One of them's walking over, one of them is now drugged, and one of them is distracted by the drugged guy. So if you could distract the other one, maybe, somehow? I'm not sure where, the, where that person is standing currently. The person who walked away is, like, going up some stairs towards the upper deck. But they're unaware that their fellow friend just it just got poisoned. All right, I think I could probably keep them out of the fight a little bit longer. So I'll kind of follow them up to the bridge trailing and long enough so it doesn't seem like I'm hounding them. Okay, what's your plan? It's Virgil at the bridge, right? I'm long gone. Well, so he's gonna get there. He's gonna realize there's nobody here. Lock him in. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Good catch, good call. Yes. Alright, yeah. we'll that tinker roll. I think he should get a bonus dice for having already learned how to do this on the other door. It's true, you're familiar with the locks. Yeah, I yeah. can go with that. Uh, you are at a risky position now, though, because that guard, if he notices you doing this and it doesn't work out for you, uh, it's not going to be great. Hmm. See if I can make the case for using a different skill. <laughs> you know, if I'm studying this guy and walking up behind it, waiting for the right moment, I don't know if I'm going to be able to sit there and tinker with the door, but kind of you know, pulling it to, holding it, jamming, just kind of hitting the jam until it... It's, it sticks. I think a study would be doable there. Oh, oh, hold on. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to walk up behind the guy, slam the door behind him, and I'm just going to, like, smack the fuck out of the lash. You're going to wreck it. Gonna I'm going to wreck it. There you go. I'm going to wreck it. Do you want a devil's bargain? Yeah. Let's see. He's there in the room with all of the uh, messaging equipment. He'll be there in the room with the pipes. Locked in there. Who's he gonna talk to? You know, I, I like that. I, I think that is that is interesting. I'm gonna take that devil's bargain. Okay, so give yourself an extra die. All right, so you said a risky position. Standard effect? I think it's great effect if it takes him out of the fight. Yeah, we'll go with uh, risky great. I mean, it's just uh, you can have great effect on the doorway. <laughs> <laughs> all right so i can't push yourself and take a devil's bargain right it's just one or no, the other you can do both you can do both you just have to take the stress and uh i really want to get this guy out of the fight so i'm gonna do that okay all right two bonus dice and submit ah so did a you did you four. do your extra bonus dice for having messed with the lock before well it was oh yeah go ahead and give yourself one more because John made a good point there. Uh, okay. Oh, damn it. All right, that's a two, a four, and a one. That is not great. And another two. So a four is like a bad. Yeah, so you get that guy locked in the door. He like rattles it and bangs on it. And he can like see you through like the round porthole that's there. And then he walks over to one of the tubes and starts yelling into it. And you can hear him muffled through the door. Moxie's here. Oh, shit. <laughs> They know us. <laughs> We're known. We're important. Uh, I wouldn't celebrate that quite yet. And Iskra, you can definitely see that happening in the uh, in the hallway. You hear you hear that happening, and you see the other guys looking around. And yeah, that's gonna be a risky position for everyone. 
Fun now. time. Sophia, what's going on in that bedroom? We got the ghost. Yeah, he's taking over Lysa. Uh, she's still screaming and, like, twitching on the bed, foaming at the mouth, kicking wildly. It's, uh, it's pretty horrible to watch anyone go through that sort of thing. Uh, I mean, I don't really want to, I mean, I don't want to, like, mess up his ghost murder. So, I guess I'm just, like, getting dressed and waiting. You could be okay. holding the door. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean I've, already, I've already blocked off the door with another dresser, so I feel like that's... Helpful. So can I shout? I guess I can hear the guards outside, right? Yeah, and uh, even through the doorway, you probably heard that message being relayed through the pipes. Moxie's here. I want to shout to them because they don't realize what they don't realize what's happening and that their old boss is back. So they need to they need to relax and let their old boss handle business. So I will. I want to sway them. Tell them that you know Rorik didn't die. He's settling scores with with Lysa. Lead him to it. Yeah, make that sway roll. It's got to be a risky standard. And you're injured, so you have reduced effect, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, laryngitis, so actually it's harder for me to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that makes sense. So it's got to be a risky, Um, uh, lesser effect. Risky limited? Yeah, limited. A three and a six. That's still a six. Iskra, you see the one who was busting down the door kind of stops for a moment. And the one that was trying to rouse his buddy also stops. And you can just see the moment when they both make a decision and pull their swords out and start fighting each other. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I was thinking about trying to shoot another one, but I'm just going to wait. Clearly one of them was on Lissa's side, and one of them is on (laughs) Rorik's side. There you go. All right. Uh, Let's, uh, Iskra, is there anything you're going to do about that, or are you just going to... Like, place bets with someone else. I mean, I'm going to let them just fight with each other. I mean, letting your enemies kill your enemies and reduce their numbers is always the best way to win a fight. <laughs> are, th- are they moving away from their drugged buddy? Can I can I drag him off somewhere? Like, it, it's kind of a back and forth. He's, you know, woozily laying there in ground zero. Right. So. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm just going to wait then. Uh, so, uh, one of them gets a killing blow on the other, and goes to start beating on the door again. Okay, so the one who wants Lissa to not die is still alive, and I'm going to shoot him. Is there any way I could do a not hunt? Uh, (laughs) no, because that is specifically the hunting. Like, you could go over there and wreck him, I guess. (laughs) Just destroy his kidneys. Oh, I'm going to ambush with close violence. I'm going to run up behind him and stab him. Okay. I'm going to say that that's limited effect because he knows that you're there. It's going to be risky limited because you're at one end of the hallway. He's not, you know, directly looking at you, but there's plenty of opportunity for him to see you coming. And he's probably on guard right now because he heard that Moxie is here and all that kind of thing. Can I get a bonus dice from anything? Yeah, I can't think of anything that would give me a bonus. All right. Cross your fingers. Fuck. That's a three. Ooh, a three. Three is not good. Uh, okay. I'm going to spend a point of moxie. Yeah, you st- if you still have it, you can use it. Yeah, uh, with a um, mixed success, you get up there and you're able to, you're able to like stab him, but he like turns and he parries part of it with his sword. What were you trying to stab him with? Uh, I was going to stab him with a syringe and drug him. Okay. So he's going to parry my syringe. <laughs> 
All right, we'll uh, we'll resolve that here in a little bit. Virgil, what have you been doing this whole time? So what I figured I've been doing is our plan here was to have a ghost terrorize or possess or something. Lysa, I'm thinking maybe it would be useful to see if there's any ghosts who want to terrorize the guards. Um, so I was thinking I'd find a quiet <laughs> corner and commune with the ghost field to see if there's any spirits around that might want a little push into the poltergeist business. Make a attune check then. All right. Uh, we'll make this risky standard. Six. A six. Okay. Yeah, you're able to find a couple of drowning victims that are pretty close by in the channel. Okay, I want to try and usher them over, tempting them with uh, some vials of uh, electroplasmic energy that they could use to become stronger. Okay, there's two of them that uh, float nearby. They look really old and haggard. In fact, you feel like they might actually be Skavlin privateers from like the last time the Skavlanders raided Duskwall. Uh, years and years and years ago your souls haven't been able to rest for for decades and centuries if you do this one task for me i'll set your souls free and i point them toward the guard in the i want to stick them on the guard that's in the, the tube room why okay because uh, if i stick them on the other guy they'll spook you oh that's fair and the guy that's in the control room might you know, be a problem later on. Uh, yeah, if you want to send them in there, they'll take care of that guy. Because you're right, he probably could be a uh, a problem later on. My ghost army attack. Cliff, are you going to be looking through that uh, porthole as that's happening, or are you going to be going and doing better things? Well, this could probably happen, you know, about the same time. Not too much, not too long after I knocked the guy in the room. Uh, I definitely don't want this guy to get out so i'm probably yeah i wrecked i wrecked the handle but that's not a permanent solution so i'm definitely doing what i can to hold this door closed uh until the screaming starts right about now <laughs> okay uh, do you look do you look at the ghost tobias <laughs> there's a ghost tobias <laughs> are you looking at the ghost comma tobias so i imagine what happens i'm sitting there holding the door he's banging you know making a bunch of noise and then suddenly it gets a scream happens so yes, I'm gonna look. <laughs> okay, we'll make a resolve check. Only if you want to keep doing things. If you just want to, you know, cower in fear or run away, you don't have to make that check. Uh, well, if I see ghost, I'm going to resist pissing my pants as best I can, and I'm gonna book it down. So I don't want to like cower and become a gibbering Lovecraft, you know, massive person. But yeah. I'm not going to stick around, if that's the, the question. Are you going to run away, or do you want to continue to be able to take actions? I want to do both. I want to run away from the door, well, say, okay, screw this so guy, resist. he's dead. So resolve. A five. One stress. You make it away as you watch this guy being slowly drained of his life by the two ghosts. Uh, screaming. His screams, by the way, are echoing through the entire ship since he's there <laughs> oh, in the, the message room. I'm gonna say there's probably a panic in the entire ship at this point because there are ghosts, uh, there's been screaming. I don't think there's been any, been any gunshots yet, but 
No. Uh, yeah, uh, things are definitely uh, getting a little hectic here uh, on the Silver Swan. <laughs> I guess we should go back to Sophia. You're still... Well, actually, let's see how things fare. Okay. So that is enough for... Uh, so, Sophia, Lisa suddenly stops screaming and stands up. She, like, uh, rotates her head to both sides, and there's a loud cracking noise as her neck cracks. She rotates her shoulder, and it pops a little bit. She looks at you and kind of gives you a smile and says, It's good to be back. I'll say, was it good for you? <laughs> Very. Let's get out of here. <laughs> so Rorak has yeah. possessed Lysa. Which means, as long as we get, as long as we still get Bazo tossed, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's fair. I don't really care how Bazo is thrown into We just need Bazo thrown into yep. uh, So Sophia will say, you know, as Sophia begins to like, or says, you know, help me move this dresser out of the way. Sophia does say, you know, we still good on uh, on the Bazo situation. Of course, it's just excellent. Do what we need to do here. Oh, and Sophia will also toss uh, toss him two coins to say, you know, just for the record, this, this squares Moxie with the crows <laughs> in your absence. Yeah, he smiles and says, uh, I can see we're going to get along just fine. He'll get dressed and help you move the bookshelf. That guard kind of busts into the door and says, oh, is everything okay? And then, like, in one cl quick motion... Uh, Rorik pulls Lisa's gun out and shoots him right in the head. <laughs> Iskra and... squeaks in an undignified manner. I'll make sure that that Sophia also pokes her head out so that so that any of our any of the Moxie that are out there don't think Lysa's like alive, or yeah. don't think that this is like gone wrong and shoot Lysa or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'd say that you know in the panic, no one really hears the gunshot uh i don't think there's anything else y'all want to do here nope because good. the guards are taken care of and lysa's taken care of uh so yeah uh, does anyone else if, if any before we run out of here if anyone else has a coin i'd like to make sure that the owner of the barge gets a coin for you know <laughs> clean up the mess a coin for your troubles good sir because <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't want i don't want i don't want a lot of blowback on on that. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure you're going to be able to keep this stress relief, though. You don't shit like, where you eat, right? We didn't do much damage. <laughs> was, like, that was... That was Lysa. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a coin. Okay, uh, why don't we wrap that heist up right there, guys? Because I know right. it's getting a little late. Uh, I think that that one turned out pretty good. That was a lot of fun. That was, uh, that was more pulpy uh, and, and exciting, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think having the moxie definitely helped there. Uh, yeah. Did we used it like once, twice, three times? I think we. A lady. We thought with me we did, but we didn't. Because I used it. Twice. John used it, and I'm pretty sure Tobias used it when he was wrecking the door. I did. Yep. So let's talk about the payoff. After a score, the PCs take stock of their income from the operation. A successful score generates both rep and coin. The crew earns two rep per score by default, 
If the target to score is higher tier, it was, you get plus one rep per tier higher. So you're actually going to get four rep this time around because they are two tier and y'all are zero tier. So we're one away from turf, whatever that is. Yeah, that's awesome. The crew earns coin based on the nature of the operation and or any loot they seize. I'm going to go through the uh, stupid guards. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through all of their pockets. Yeah, I, I'm going to say that y'all get four coin from this because y'all aren't really sacking the silver swan, it sounds like. Uh, no, no, we want the silver swan to stay intact. Yeah, so there's pretty much just going to be what the guards had on hand. We had two coins set aside to pay the crows mm-hmm. off. I'm going to recoup that uh, myself. Okay. Yeah. You don't owe the crows any any cash for this. <laughs> yeah, uh, I feel like for a fair. couple of reasons. One, you were helping them out, and two, you're not in crow's foot. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's true. You're in Brightstone, so you never know. Generating heat. Uh, zero heat, smooth and quiet, low exposure. Two heat, contained, standard exposure. Four heat, loud and chaotic, high exposure. Six, wild, devastating exposure. Uh, so everyone on that boat knows that you guys were involved. And there was a panic. Everyone ran. Uh, what do you guys think? Quiet contained is yeah. definitely. I mean, I think I think it's four. I don't I don't think it's six. Six is six would be yeah. like murdering a thousand people. You know, like yeah. Let's go with four. Loud and chaotic, high exposure. Add plus one heat for a high profile or well connected target. Uh, nope. Add plus one if it happened on hostile turf. Nope. Add plus one heat if you're at war with another faction. So you are at war. So that's plus one. And add two heat if killing was involved. Technically, so no. So that's going to be a total yes. We didn't do it. Technically, it yes. It does not matter <laughs> whether or not you killed people or not. <laughs> so that actually generated seven heat God for this. Damn it. Uh, so that's going to that's gonna bump us, bump us up. We're going to be so wanted that we can't even play this fucking game anymore. In theory, the sending bass to jail will drop us one. Back, so we'll be at one stock. Yeah, this is all fine. This is all leading up to bows. Good news. You're in good with the crows. You're pretty good friends with their boss now, even if he is a little weird. <laughs> hey, we're all weird here. Did that actually bump y'all all the way up? Beca- oh, yeah, no, because I think... y'all took heat as a devil's bargain. Is it? That's does right. it happen? I think one of those. Does it happen when you take the last one or when you overflow? When you reach nine, you gain a wanted level and clear your heat. Yeah, okay, so it does. If we want, we can do entanglements now. Uh, and then I can do downtime, we can do downtime. After heat, but before entanglements, is when is when we need to figure out what happens to Baza. Why don't we make some notes on what we want to do and do it next time. Okay. okay. Yeah, I think that's going to yeah. be for the best. I'll uh, type stuff up. I'm going to make notes in my notes right now that we need. And then and all you, have to, you just have to tell us how long Baza goes to jail for. Which you can figure out over the next week, two weeks, if you want. Yeah, I'll figure out the entanglements and. Uh, I'm saying that's before. And, and remember that y'all are y'all still only get one downtime activity since you're at war, so you can figure out what that's gonna be. Let's do XP. There weren't any risk or desperate rolls this time. No desperate rolls, yeah. So no one got anything on that. Let's start with you first, John. So no desperate actions. So at the end of each session, for each item below, mark one XP. I addressed a challenge with knowledge or arcane power. I did that twice. Yeah, I would would say you did that a few times, so go ahead and mark two uh, dots for that. 
so that's going to take me up. I express my beliefs, drives heritage or background, not so much. Struggle with issues from my vice or traumas. I mean, I not not so much in this session. Yeah. So that's going to so be two total XP. So that would uh -huh. take me. So I need one to fill them up. Yep. So then uh, that I'm going to level up, I guess. Yep. You'll so go ahead and clear that out. Give yourself one more. And you, yep. if you already know what special ability you want, you can tell us now, or you can tell us next time. I'm going to get Compel. Compel lets me attune to the ghost field to force a nearby ghost to appear and obey a command. And you are not supernaturally terrified by a ghost you summon or Compel. So now I don't have to roll to see if ghosts scare me. I Although they no will still scare your friends. Yeah, just trying to be cognizant of that this time. But All I right. just scared the entire boat instead of Iskra. <laughs> Appreciate that. Let's go with Cliff next. You addressed a challenge with calculation or conspiracy. I believe I did that a couple times with prepping the place, jamming the doors, trying to help uh, separate these bodyguards in an efficient manner. Yeah, I can go through that. And uh, so you express your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. Yeah, I just don't think that came out this time. Yeah, not I really, think there was a lot of good talking with Fritz, but hmm, I could make the case that trying to keep Iskra away off uh, what was that guy Karth off Karth, uh, <laughs> you know, at his throat, trying to keep things civil uh, for our burgeoning, you know, crime crime organization. You know, trying to maintain a good face that might work with my for, you know lawyer beliefs I, I would say that would go well for your beliefs i could go with that i i would say cliff's kind of tried to be the level head of the group yeah. cliff and sophia both <clears throat> all right so i'll mark that and i'll also fill my advancement book up uh you struggled with issues from your vice or traumas i did not all right uh, do you know which uh, special ability you want next, or do you want to figure that out for next time? I'm looking. Calculating is the, it's the first one I read, sure, but it, due to your careful planning, uh, I can give myself or another crew member a plus one downtime action, which That's is really pretty nice. neato. Yeah. That is pretty nice. Yeah. That would be very helpful. Let's see. Uh, during that time, you get plus one result level. When you acquire an asset or reduce heat, uh, heat reduction is a big thing, but I don't know if I want to take it this time since we're about to get rid of it in a narrative manner. Weaving the webs gives me a plus dice to consort when gathering information. And veteran chooses the. Okay, yeah, I think I'm just going to take calculating them. That way okay. I can give myself or. I can give one of us one plus one downtime activity. So there's no desperate action. You addressed a challenge with a technical skill or mayhem. I succeeded once, but I tried three times, so I don't know what that counts for. It's just addressing the, the challenge. It doesn't say succeeding. Whether you succeed or not, yeah. So go ahead and give yourself two in that. You expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background, kind of, when I was antagonizing Karth, but I don't know if that's enough for an experience point. Uh, I mean, it could have broke bad for you, so I'd say have. go for it. Okay. Just one. Uh, and then you struggled with issues from your vice or traumas during the session? No, not at all, really. No. Okay. Uh, I was going to if I could have gotten that guard's body away from them, but I, I wasn't able to manage. Did you just, like, run up and stab a guy or try to stab a guy? I did. Okay. Would you consider uh, that stabbing... struggling? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a smart move. That would be struggling <laughs> with wanting to stab a guy, which is a very top of the thing. I mean... <laughs> 
so that's also going to put you over uh, to the next level as well, Tabitha, uh, yep. with one dot. Uh, do you know which ability you want next? Uh, I'm looking real hard at either Alchemist or Artificer, um, but Ghost Ward looks really good too. I'm going to think about this for a minute. Yeah, that's fine. Let's go to Sophia. So mine's easy. I definitely addressed more than one challenge with Deception or Influence. Yeah. Um, I do there. And then I also express my beliefs, drives, heritage, and backgrounds once with the by showing the dude and the showing the messenger man that I was a fellow merchant type, and once yeah. on the pleasure barge by being sexy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I did not struggle with issues from my vices or traumas. Uh, I would say that you did because of uh, you could have put your vice at risk by. Uh, that's fair okay by having this here that that very easily could have gone badly for your character yeah okay um so i have questions one of the things i can take is ghost voice um you know the secret method to interact with ghost or demon as if it appears as a normal human regardless of how wild or feral it appears you gain potency when communicating with the supernatural does that mean i'm not terrified that's how i read it but it doesn't say that but maybe that's what potency means so, like, when it says you gain potency, that, to me, that makes it sound like you have greater effect whenever you're talking with ghosts or demons. Maybe in the book there's more about it. Yeah. Because that, that's probably the one, if, if it if it means I won't be terrified of ghosts, because um, if all of us can get, or if, if several of us can get, like, ghost, like, cool ghosts, it gives us a pretty powerful edge. Yeah. Uh, so, that's for sure. If that's not what it means, I'll, I'll look around. I'm not sure. It might be mesmerism, or it might be, might be the one that lets me throw off my disguise and beat people up. Uh, the first part of this ability gives you permission to do something as normally impossible. When you speak to a spirit, it always listens and understands you, even if it would otherwise be too bestial or insane to do so. The second part of the ability increases your effect when you use social actions with the supernatural. If you're able to talk to them like a normal person... And become potent, it would make sense that you're not also terrified every time you see a ghost. But I know that, like, his thing specifically says that, and mine doesn't, so. Yeah, like, I, I think you would still have to resist, resist that. Still have to resist, yeah. Alright, then I may end up, I may end up taking, uh, Cloak and Dagger then. This is what I get, when I use a disguise or covert misdirection, I get a plus, I get plus one D to confuse or deflect suspicion, and when I throw up my disguise, I get initiative. Alright. Uh, so the, the gang, real quick. Uh, unless we call this espionage, it wasn't a burglary, robbery, maybe a sabotage. It's, it was kind of like a sabotage, but not in the way we've <laughs> planned it to be. Uh, I could go with sabotage. The The goal of the operation was to sabotage Bazo. Technically... The goal of the operation was not necessarily to kill What's-Her-Name. Technically, you burgled Lysa's body... All right, well, all right. So we're taking a pip for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we definitely contended with challenges of our situation because yeah. they were, what, two ranks yeah, above us? Yeah, get two for that. Two for that. Uh, did we bolster our crew's rep or develop a new one? Were y'all able to take those bodies with you? Yes. In all of that mess? There was chaos. We were well, helping them out. Re we also, remember, everyone on the boat heard Moxie is here. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, more people know about us. Um, we did, we might have developed a new one. Yeah, well, uh, Moxie is now in town, and we don't fuck around. Qu uh, reputation, quiet professionals. Maybe not so quiet 
We only had one gunshot. It wasn't, and it wasn't us. <laughs> that was pretty quiet. That's true. There was an awful okay. lot of screaming. Yeah, on a pleasure barge, that's normal. Not from us, though. That's true. Honestly. Let's. Uh, I'll give you guys one point for that because y'all are <laughs> showing that you are professionals for sure. And then express the goals, drives, inner conflict, or essential nature of the crew. What do you guys think about that one? I mean, our goal right mm. now is very focused. We are trying to get... Yeah, our goal is trying to lower one level. And we achieved our goal in this particular instance. Maybe not in the way we wanted to, but we definitely got it. We are on the path that we've established we want to be on. So, I would say... Our goal has been to take down Bazo Baz you know clearing our name in the process and i think we did a very good job of advancing that goal yeah that's fair and we also i mean we we made we we definitely got some ins with the crows the crows you know our bosses in, in the what, what do you call this the sector or yeah. whatever you know the so crow's that, foot. that helps and yeah. we, we proved that we're professionals by getting the job done for 20 coin man well we're on so, the way to it anyways theory. Go ahead and give yourself probably two check marks for that one. Got it? Yeah. Okay. Alright, so we'll do the other we'll do the other stuff next time we start off. Yeah. Tabitha, did you decide on the uh, advancement for Iskra? Yes. I took Alchemist. When you invent or craft a creation with alchemical features, you take plus one result level to your roll. You begin with one special formula already known. So uh, do you I have an idea? We'll I we'll go through the special formula next things. time. That uh, so we need to do entanglements, downtime, activity, and it's and the thing you keep suspiciously skipping over, which is kind of terrifying. Formula. All right, think that's gonna be it for tonight, then, guys. All right. I I know that the uh, narrative part in the beginning went a little long. Uh, oh, it's so good though. This went a little long, but I think uh, I think we're getting to some interesting things so 